You guys hear about Mr. Salt and Mrs. Pepper? No. What about them? They were found on La Cienega with their insides poured out into the gutter. <gasps> oh my god. That sounds like a messy situation. Have they caught the perp yet? No, but today's product has a 100% success rate, and all he needs to get there is three simple clues. All right, well, let's get to it. For paprika's sake. Welcome to the second episode of season two of Ad Tempted, where we make ads for things that don't need them. I'm John, and I write things. I'm Chris, currently sitting in a thinking chair. And I'm Sam, and I love my handy-dandy sketchbook. Our game plan for today is to share our ideas, choose one we like, and then execute a campaign. As always, we will share our final executions on our Instagram and website, so be sure to check those out. Chris, what's the product we are tackling today? Well, if you haven't already figured it out, today's product is Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues is a children's television show created in the late 90s that follows the adventures of Blue, a cryptic dog, and her human friend, Steve, as they solve mysteries around the house using just three clues marked by a blue paw print. At the end of the series, Steve went off to college and eventually started a detective agency on his own. But now, the two OG sleuths are getting back together to tackle bigger, badder crimes. Currently, Blue and Steve are seen as children detectives, but now that they've grown up, we need to rebrand them for an older audience to help take them from snack time to true crime. Blue's gonna do what we can do. Uh, John, why don't you kick us off? Yeah, sure. Sounds good. So I brought in a couple of manifestos today, and the first one is BCCSI, Blue's Clues Crime Scene Investigation. Blue and Steve are back, and they are ready to solve crimes. But now they solve the same type of crimes that are featured on shows like NCIS. Crimes like murder. To help reposition Blue and Steve as adult crime solvers, they decide to launch a new documentary series on investigation discovery, also known as the Murder Channel. The documentary will follow Blue and Steve as they help try to solve crimes and mysteries on BCCSI Blue's Clues Crime Scene Investigation. I had an idea that was similar to this, but you took it in more of a TV show direction, which I really like. Yeah, I would totally watch this. It'd be great to yeah. see see this <laughs> procedural dog figure things out. <laughs> exactly. This is really going to be like what helps rebrand them as like, oh, these these people know what they're doing. It's the forty eight hour mystery of Blue's Clues crime scene investigations, and they need to get back in the spotlight after their hiatus. The next one I have is a little punny, but how can you not be punny with Blue's Clues? So sniff out the clues. Blue and Steve had a 100% solve rate back in the early 90s. They were the best in the game and with scavenger hunts. But now they solve real crimes. With Blue Sniffer better than ever, they can take their skills to the big leagues and solve real crimes. Sniff out the clues with Blue and Steve. Nice. Um, I know that the clues were marked in the show with like with little paw prints, but... Obviously, Blue has a sniffer. We've seen we've seen him use it. So that's kind of where this idea was coming from and, and going for. Nice. I have something similar that might actually blend in with this one a little bit. But Go for it, Sam. Oh, you want me to do mine? Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's start off with that one then. Very few investigators can claim a 100% success rate, but even less can claim a 100% success rate with only three clues. Steve and Blue have an impeccable record of solving anything thrown their way. If you need a crime solved, then all you need is three clues in blue. 
Yeah, I feel like these this three clue format is just begging for like a TV show format kind of thing. <laughs> three acts, three clues. Three acts, yeah. Oh man, yeah. No, I, I like the uh, that alliteration there too. <laughs> and and of course, there's always the all hope is lost moment when they're like, "What could the third clue be?" It's a dead hooker on La Cienega. <laughs> <laughs> That's very adult. All right, before we get ourselves in more trouble, Sam, keep going. <laughs> my next one is blues clues has a long history of singing while solving mysteries they have a song for everything mail time blue skidoo and more now they're moving to big time crime and keeping the tradition alive they're just not the ones doing the singing blues clues make them sing <laughs> i love the idea of like criminals each having their own song that was used to catch them i feel like that's something they would talk about in jail there's also another way of saying that is the face, the music. I thought that'd be fun. <laughs> oh, man. So far, two for two, Sam. I oh, like them both. Who do we think would be the good cop and the bad cop of the duo? Oh, Blue, Blue's definitely the bad cop. I'm just going to say that right there, right now. Really? Really? You think that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Steve's going to be like, it's okay, buddy. We know you fucking killed Salt and Pepper, but you can talk right now. And then Blue's going to be like, <laughs> you know, just... That's I, true. I got it. Yeah, I got to agree with John on that one. I could definitely see Blue just like shouting nonsense at these criminals for like two minutes. And then Steve comes in and says, will you help? Great. <laughs> and no, Blue's just sitting there barking at the, the criminals and, and the criminal's like, I don't understand you. And Steve comes in and is like, you don't want to. You better tell us. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. What All else right. you got, Sam? My last one is, for years, Blue and Steve have been preparing for the big time, solving snack time crimes all over their house, but they aren't playing anymore. It's time to go for the biggest, baddest crimes they can find, because crime doesn't play. Dun, dun, dun. All right, well, that's my three. What about you, Chris? What do you have? All righty. Well, I've also got three here. It seems to be the magic number of the episode, for many reasons. Uh, my first manifesto. In our experience, the toughest clues are the ones right in front of our noses. That's why we employ a nose stronger than any perpetrator. Our agency combines years of human detective experience with the unparalleled sensitivity of canine detection. We hear what other agencies don't. We dig deeper into cold cases than human law enforcement. And we do it all with a smile and a wagging tail. We are and this is going to cause some uh, ruffling feathers. Blue Beagle Inc., sniffing out crime one print at a time. So I quickly just want to address that there is currently a raging debate on the internet over the breed of blue, and I'm just going to say that I am in the camp of uh, blue being a beagle for this one. What's the debate? So some people say that blue is a terrier. Other people say that blue is like a coonhound. Some people say that blue is a beagle. There are many different opinions on it. I'm team Beagle as well, actually. It's definitely not a terrier. Ooh, there's two of us. Okay, okay. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, sweet. Let's move on to the next one then. Private investigators give people the creeps. And it's no wonder why when you consider all the time they spend with corpses, criminals, and cold cases. Instead of a chilling reception, we believe clients deserve to work with an agency as warm and welcoming as their own dog. The Good Pup Agency is your friendly neighborhood private eye with one goal in mind. We fetch answers. Nice. The Good Pup. It makes me think of The Good Place. I was hoping that you would think of that. <laughs> I like that last line, though. We fetch answers. That could be a whole 
overarching tag campaign? Yeah, something that I realized when I was researching private uh, investigators is that a lot of them are really focused around cases where people are coming to them with a very specific answer in mind, like Mm -hmm. what happened to my husband or am I being bugged at work sort of thing. And I feel like that's uh, it's a good way to position the benefit for our little detective agency. And yeah. it also lets people know that we employ dogs. <laughs> We're an equal opportunity employer. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, last but certainly not least, if you've ever wanted to be a part of a real investigation, then you definitely are not alone. We got into the detective business for this very reason, and we love cracking cases with an audience. So that's what led us to found the Blues Clues Experience Agency, a one-of-a-kind private eye where you come along for the ride. I'm thinking of this as like a sort of ride-along situation where if you really want to be a part of the Blues Clues crime-solving experience, you would like join us on the uh, the journey of crime. And shows like Only Murders in the Building confirms that this is something that people would be into. <laughs> it's like live PD, but with blues clues. That's fun. Yeah, it's like um, NCIS, but you get to like walk onto the set and join them. Behind the scenes. Behind the crime scenes. There we go. You know what we need? Our handy dandy notebook. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we have some good stuff to pick from, guys, today, actually. so <laughs> You say that like we don't always have great stuff to pick from. <laughs> it's hit or miss. It's hit or miss, right? <laughs> One thing I want to point out, though, is we all do have something about sniffing out, right? And I think one thing that we've all learned is when everyone comes in with a similar idea, is it because it's low-hanging fruit or is it because it is maybe something that's uh, a golden nugget that we should explore further? I mean, I'm just going to go on record by saying that low-hanging fruit is not always the worst fruit to pursue. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I also do think that it's somewhat of an obvious approach. I'm not opposed to pursuing it, but I would be more interested in pursuing something like an NCIS version of blues clues or something along the lines of this sort of experience that we've all sort of gravitated around in some way. Yeah. I think the sniffing out the clues is a good one, but it is, like you said, pretty obvious. We could utilize a lot of that stuff in the other ones as well. I don't think it's, Mm -hmm. it stands on its own or it doesn't have to stand on its own. I think the crime scene investigation BCCSI is pretty funny and really takes the show to another level if we want to do that route. But I do think the experience takes the show and it makes it into an adult experience. Like, do we want it to be a show or do we want it to be an experience? This is kind of reminding me of the way that a lot of television shows will create like experiential executions outside of their own show so that people can walk into the world, so to speak. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of like the uh, the Blue's Clues crime scene experience. And you just are driving through like the shady parts of Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> we could just jump right ahead and bccsi is the the campaign and the experience is the execution to promote it i mean i like that idea we'll obviously need to figure out a few other little tidbits of the campaign 
No, I think that's like actually kind of a really fun way to go. And the best thing about CSI is they're the ones with the stupid puns at the end on every episode. So we can use every single pun we came up with today. Oh, man. And we can go for 175 seasons. We're ready to sit in our thinking chair. Thinking chair. Let's go. What else do we feel like we need to get the word out about these two? I think maybe this is just because we live in LA, but if you're a new show, you're going to have a billboard. So we're going to have to have some some element of outdoor, whether that's advertising the show or the experiential. We're going to have to have a billboard of some kind. I mean, living in LA, I feel like every human being almost has a billboard out here. But but yeah, I, I like that idea. Add tempted billboard coming soon. <laughs> We're going to be at one gas station and one gas station only. We'll be in Prim, Nevada. I think we could do like experiential or guerrilla advertising, like having the blueprint just randomly in certain places with like a link or a QR code since QR codes are back. Damn, that's good. That reminds me of that photo I sent you yesterday of the, uh, the school I was walking by that had all of these prints on the ground for like the six feet apart from people. And they were going up walls and stuff like that. So I could totally see that being a part of this campaign. We could put these blueprints in areas of LA where there has been like true crime events take place. Like I'm talking like the Cecil Hotel in Skid Row. We could have a blueprint right out there. And then we could have one where the uh, the Charles Manson murders took place and the Tate and Bianca murders. And then we could have like a blueprint where like the Black Dahlia murder happened. I think that'd be kind of a funny way because those are like the people that we're targeting too is true crime nuts like myself just piquing their interest. I feel like that would be a good place to start employing Gorilla because I'm sure the police would not love it if we were branding crime scenes. But uh, but yeah, I'm open to that idea. Yeah, it would just be something simple. I mean, we can just do a paw print with a QR code that leads to a website. Do you like the idea of the paw prints leading to something? Hmm. Or you mean like a couple of paw prints in a certain direction? Yeah, I feel like part of the fun of following these paw prints, at least in the show, is that they're linked to clues. I'm wondering if there's something that we can do with leading people to clues with our sort of guerrilla marketing. I think that makes me think of uh, another execution more in the lines of like an escape room (laughs) or like a murder dinner theater kind of thing or mystery crime theater or dinner thing, whatever it is. I don't know what they're called. Some jumble of those words. Yes. Where you go to a dinner and they play out a murder like a setup crime and you have to figure out the clues to get there. And it's like an experience, but there's only three clues. You know, I kind of wonder if we go really hard into the idea of crime scenes around a city and we plot it out like a guided tour sort of line between different points around Los Angeles that are true crime scenes. And we do it all with our paw prints. Dude, that's actually sounds, that sounds really, that's something I would be into. Like, I'm a nerd about this stuff. That sounds really cool. I like that idea, Chris. Um, But yeah, like the thing that this made me think of was in Germany for the Berlin Wall exhibit, the way that you get between the different sites of the exhibit is through this line that sort of goes like across streets and across different blocks and plazas. And even if you don't know like your way around the city, that marking sort of helps you get to wherever you need to go for seeing that exhibit. So thinking this out, it would be like, 
we would have the paw print or the blueprint and then a QR code that would take you to the next step of the quote unquote tour. Is that what we're kind of thinking? That sort of feels old school, which could be good that it's old school. But nowadays, it feels like it would be AR filters, like an AR app that you would use that would track, that would show you where to go. I mean, maybe we can combine the two ideas where if you bring out your phone while you're following the Blue's Clues path, you get Blue who's sort of leading you in the AR filter to the next location. (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit. Yes, that's hilarious. Like he's just like hopping on your like iPhone screen, like <laughs> I freaking love this. Yeah, let's it's it's Pokemon Go, but it's blue. That elevates it from just taking you to the website. I like that a lot. And when you get to different locations, blue will do the like, bow, 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 but there'll be like a little speech bubble that comes up and tells you about what what blue is meaning to tell you about any sort of true crime let's talk a little bit about how exactly we see this bccsi show coming to life first let's let's discuss name because it's the first thing that we saw like is there because csi is usually csi colon bc like csi blues clues Do we want this to be within the CSI television universe? Here's the thing. So like CSI is a show, but CSI also stands for like crime scene investigation unit. Like it's a real department. Right. Yeah, it is. But I think we could probably still keep the name. Or it could be something completely different. I just want to make sure we give it its day in the sun to see if there is anything better. (laughs) Like something like Blue's True Clues. How are most true crime shows positioned? Oh, gosh. They're usually just like, I don't know. The, mo- most of the ones that I watch, to be honest, are focused on a person that's already been caught or like a crime that's ar- that hasn't been solved. So it'd be like Zodiac, semicolon, the hunt for a killer in San Francisco, or like Night Stalker, terror in Los Angeles. But then you have like the 48 Hours show that are like really popular. I mean, you can just Google true crime shows and there's like a shit ton of lists, but that might be the point of us not using BC CSI because CSI is not a true crime. It's a procedural crime show. It got us to where we are, but I don't know if we should stick to that name because it might confuse people. Agreed. I don't know. I, I mean, Chris was just just riffing, but I, I didn't mind Blue's Clues true crime. Yeah. I mean, it would be the most recognizable approach because you're basically capitalizing off of the thing that everyone already knows. I just wonder if there's a way that we can get into something that really sets up the gravity of the cases that they're taking on. And maybe true crime is the right way. I feel a little desensitized to true crime just because every single person I know like listens to the podcast and talks about them all the time. I think this, the structure of Blue's Clues and then some t- uh, secondary line that that really ties it to what we're going to be doing is is the way to go. So like Blue's Clues the hunt for the killer or something like that, or hunt for the truth or sniffing out the truth. Maybe we can get the sniffing line in there. <laughs> sniffing out the truth sounds like we might be investigating some conspiracy theories. I mean, that's, that's possible. <laughs> or it could be Blue's Clues, Three Clues in Blue, or, or these other puns that we have. I like that. Blue's Clues. Crime doesn't play. That, I mean, that, that works too. <laughs> I actually kind of like Blue's Clues, Crime doesn't play. <laughs> It is cute, but is it too cute for true crime? It depends. If we like it, we can do something with the visuals to make it less cute. I'm just picturing chalk sketches of salt and pepper shakers. <laughs> you really want those pepper shakers to die, don't you, John? I fucking hate those salt and pepper. <laughs> they have three kids now. Why do you want to kill them? Salt is the number one killer in the U.S. Why do we not want to kill him, Sam? Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, goodness. So how are we imagining that our visuals for this are going to play out? Because NCIS does have a very stoic sort of old-fashioned way of presenting true crime shows where they're just showing the investigators looking intensely at the camera. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of picturing like um, like a noir. So like black and white, except for like blue is colored, but Steve and everything is black and white. That's I think that's kind of what I'm picturing, almost like that nor for like the billboards on on the street or on the websites. Uh, John, to your point about the noir treatment, I do really like that. The only thing I would want to push us to do is to maybe incorporate one other color to the palette. I like the idea of having some other crime-related element in there also in color. It would be cool to have that like caution tape, bright yellow, but something to the idea of like taking that like iconic blue appearance and marrying it with a true crime element feels to me very striking i was gonna go red first chris when you were talking but then when you said the yellow caution tape i'm like yeah that's cool i like that idea i want our resident art director to to weigh in here as well so the copywriters aren't just the ones (laughs) figuring it all out yeah let's just let the copywriters art direct Um, we could do two color pops. It just depends on the amount, because if you have two strong colors on a black and white image, then they, they conflict with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really depends. It could be a toned down blue and the, I think yellow is a good color cause it will pop even more, or it could just be a duotone, which is just, it would be black and yellow or black and blue with a color pop somewhere else. But I think the no- noir style, there's a lot of fun stuff you can do with that. Yeah. And I think that having that color pop be a less dominant element sort of plays into the whole like you're looking for the clue sort of thing. Do we want to do Blue's Clues, Crime Doesn't Play? If you guys feel like Crime Doesn't Play gets across that we are grown up solving real true crimes, then I can be on board for it. I think you putting it that way makes me think, yes, it does. Do you not think it maybe does necessarily, Chris? I guess I'm just thinking like if I were to walk by a billboard and see that, it kind of reminds me of the way that the Dora the Explorer movie was pitched as like a sort of very intense like Dora's grown up and now she's out there solving real crimes with real stakes. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I guess it just depends on the kind of tone that we want to hit here. Because I don't think that going all the way into like the harshness of real true crimes and like, you know, blood everywhere and like really intense like subject matters is really what we're going for here. But I also don't want us to come off as like a parody of a thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm trying to find the Dora Explorer thing that you were talking about. Because the only thing I can find the tagline is Explorer is her middle name, which is something. (laughs) It's so lame. <laughs> oh man, whoever whoever came up with that needs several raises. I think crime doesn't play sort of speaks to the past, but also speaks to the fact that they're not playing anymore. And is like it's a play on the crime doesn't pay kind of. It's there's a lot going for it, like a lot of different meanings behind it. Right, right. That's a good point. Yeah. I'm down for crime doesn't play. Alrighty, we are Blues Clues. Crime doesn't play. I mean, we've got a lot of stuff that I am digging already figured out. I actually think that our gorilla AR idea is the evolved form of this sort of experiential that I first threw out. I'm also wondering if, and Sam, I know this would be a nightmare to comp, what if this is all connected? And what if the uh, gorilla 
paw prints also tie into our out of home where like while you're on the path the paw prints go up <laughs> like the billboard tent poles and they go all over like there's paw prints all over the out of home board as well that might be a little too much like too many paw prints too much crazy sorry fair enough but i was thinking instead of billboards we could do wild postings of like wanted posters in the noir style I like that that's funny keep it kind of like almost all gorilla yeah, well, wild postings aren't really gorilla anymore for LA. They're just everywhere. What are you thinking for the wild postings, Sam? No, like just wanted style posters, like big crime people. <laughs> Is there a single blue paw print on the wanted posters? Yeah, I mean, it could be. Maybe there's like a a single clue in the image and there's a paw print on it. I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm a fan of that. I like the idea of having some sort of visual game to play with this execution because that's what the show really became but they don't play anymore i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) actually sam to your point i wonder if you could go even more abstract with it and have several different knives on a uh, on a wild posting and there's like a blue paw print on like one of them which is like the murder weapon yeah that could be it too like different a lineup of clues Mm-hmm. And there's like a paw print on one item. <laughs> I'm imagining you could do the same thing for like a lineup of people at like a police ID line. <laughs> you yeah. just have the paw print on the one person who did it. Mm-hmm. But it would be the paw print would be on their face so you don't see them. <laughs> right. That'd be a fun one. I like that. I like that. That's good. Sweet. We just figured out blues oh. because we're really smart. All right. Well, I think we have a really good campaign set up. Chris. Do you want to run us through what we uh, what we got planned? Sure. We are creating a true crime investigation style TV show called Blue's Clues Crime Doesn't Play, featuring Blue and Steve as real detectives. For a visual identity, we're going with the noir style with very dominant pops of blue to represent our trusty canine companion. And for executions, our first one is to do a gorilla and AR hybrid where we have a line of blue paw prints leading people between different true crime scenes in LA or New York. Um, And it also will double as an AR filter so that you can see blue follow along the paw print path and give you background on the crime scenes you're visiting. We're also going to be doing wild postings in that same noir style with wanted posters featuring a blue paw print on a single item or person and a lineup of clues or suspects. Nicely done, gents. This is a fun one. Yeah, tons of fun. Yeah, as always, it's a pleasure. And thank you so much for listening to Ad Tempted. If you liked what you heard, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to see the final form of our campaign, it'll be on our website or on our Instagram at Ad Tempted. And as for next time, you'll just have to wait and see, Space Cowboy.